worthy, Lord, you're worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen, amen. First John, chapter 1. Yes, morning. thank you for worshiping the Lord. Good to see everybody in the house of the Lord. If you wasn't here this morning for discipleship, give me a little bit of feedback. If you was not here this morning for discipleship, Amen. We just started a new series this morning on the Temple of Truth, talking about growing in Christ using the Beatitudes. Let me encourage you to be here if you can for our discipleship course. Amen. Because it's all about growing. And also on Wednesday nights, we are talking about overcoming the world. Amen. And so we want to... Amen. Grow in the Lord this year. Amen. First John chapter 1, verse 5 through verse 10. This then is the message which you have heard of him and declare unto you. That God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And I want to minister to you from this thought today, starting a clean slate. Starting a clean slate. Father, again, we love you. We praise you today, God, for your goodness and mercy, Lord, and your love and kindness that we feel in this place. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, God, and fill us with your presence and fill us with your love. And we thank you, Lord, for your people today, God. And truly, you are God and you are God alone. And we thank you, Lord, and you are only able to above all we could ever ask to thank in thee. And we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated this morning. Starting. A clean slate. Amen. The new birth experience is designed to give everyone a clean slate. No matter who you are, no matter what you have done in life, amen, you can start afresh and you can start anew in Jesus Christ. 
When the day of Pentecost was come, the Bible said they was all in one accord in one place. And after the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and Peter began to preach about Jesus Christ, the Bible says that the men was pricked in their hearts, and they said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is to you, to your children, and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. What Peter was saying to them was, yes, you did wrong, but God is willing to give you a clean slate so that you can start a flesh, fresh and anew. The Apostle Paul later on, who was a persecutor of the church and an injurer of the church, told Timothy in 1 Timothy 1, he says that I was a persecutor, I was an injurer of the church. He says, but God found grace and God forgave me and God put me into the ministry. What we find today is that most people, most folks, amen, they allow the devil to continue to beat them up every time they make a mistake. Amen. And hold that against them. And pretty soon you start feeling like you have no hope or you have no way out of your situation and your circumstance that you are in. Amen. And as a result, it begins to plague your mind. And you begin to think, how am I ever going to get rid of what I'm going through? And how will God ever find favor in me? Well, David says in Psalms 3, Lord, how increase are they that trouble me? Many there be which rise up against me. Many that which be said to my soul, there is no help for me in God. But thou, O Lord, art shield for me. You are the glory and you are the lifter up of my head. He says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice and he heard me out of his holy hills. I lay me down and I slept. I wait for the Lord sustain me. I will not be afraid of ten thousand of people which have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, and save me for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to you and your blessings are upon your people. Amen. So don't ever feel like there's no hope for you when you make a mistake and when you're going through things in your life because there's an opportunity every day that you live to start afresh and to start anew and the Lord. Amen. It's like having an eraser in a classroom. You're writing a paper. You make a mistake. That's why they put erasers on the end of the pencil so you can erase it out and start afresh. That's how remission works. Amen. When you make a mistake, amen, when you sin against God, you can go to Him in repentance and ask God to forgive you and it's like He's got a great big eraser and He just goes like this and wipes that slate clean so that you can start afresh and anew. This was the purpose for Jesus coming, to seek and to save that which was lost. Don't allow the enemy to keep pounding you and telling you you're no good. Amen. And that you'll never be able to be an overcomer. Amen. You can be an overcomer in Christ and you can start afresh and you can start anew. Amen. David says in Psalms 130 verse 3 and verse 4, he says, Lord, if you should mark iniquity, oh Lord, who could stand? Notice, he says, but there is forgiveness with thee. That thou mayest be feared, or thou may be reverence. If God was to put us on trial right now, I don't think any of us would be acquitted. <laughs> you know? And so notice what he's saying. God, if you was to judge us, who could stand? 
He says, but there's forgiveness with you. So that you will be feared. In other words, that people will start reverencing God. That's why when you go to God and He forgives you, now you turn your heart to Him. Now you say, I'm going to serve you. Because in Christ we learn right versus wrong. Amen. And He desires us to do what is right is all the times. Amen. Who can stand before Him if you was on trial? Amen. He forgives us for all that mess that we've done. Amen. He just takes and wipes the slate clean so that you can start afresh and you can start anew. When you look at Moses' life, Moses killed the man and he fled and he was on the backside, amen, of the desert for 40 years out there probably thinking there was no hope. There was no, I can't go back to Egypt ever again because they're going to kill me because they found out that I killed the man. But God appeared to Moses in a bush, amen, the burning bush and he talked to Moses. He says, I've heard the cry of my people in Egypt and I'm going to send you back to deliver them. Moses said, Lord, I'm not eloquent. I can't do this. Amen. But God says, Moses, who made man's mouth? Amen. And he forgave him of what he did. And look at Moses. He became the most humblest man. Amen. After God spoke to him. And after God forgave him of the things that he had done. Even with David. When you look at David's life. David violated all ten commandments, man. And one whack. You know. But God forgave him. And when you read Acts 13.22, the Bible says, I found David, a man after my own heart. Think about it. You know why he found David a man after his own heart? Because David repented of his sins. Once David found out, amen, that God knew, David says, I have sinned against God. Him or him alone. And that's why when you read Psalms 51, amen, as you begin to look at Psalms 51, David is in a repentant state, amen. He began to talk to God. He began to pray to God. He began to say, have mercy upon me, O God, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Notice, he says, blot these things out, God. Amen. Have mercy upon me, O God. According to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. For I acknowledge my transgressions, he says. Amen. In verse 2, he says, I acknowledge, he says, wash me. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. For I acknowledge my transgressions, my sins are ever before me. Amen. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that I might be justified when thou speakest and clear when thou judgest. He says, I was born and shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Amen. Notice. Amen. He says, purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me. And I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Notice, hide not thy face from my sins. Blot out my transgressions. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors the way, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. 
Deliver me not over the blood guiltliness, O God, of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing of thy righteousness. You open my mouth, God, and my lips and my tongue is going to show forth thy praise. Amen. For, for thou desire not sacrifice, else would I give it. For the sacrifices of God are broken spirit, are broken in a contract heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. Notice that. Uh, and God wiped the slate clean. Amen. Because he acknowledged, amen, his sins before God. And that's what God wants. Uh, when you come to a realization of your sins, you want to get them out of there. That's why you repent and Ask God for forgiveness, uh, and He wipes your slate clean so that you can start afresh and anew. Peter denied the Lord three times, amen. But when Jesus resurrected, Peter was wiped clean. His slate was wiped clean. He was able to start afresh, and he will start anew. Jesus says in Luke 18, 19, Why callest thou me good? None is good save one, and that is God. And God is good all the time. And God will wipe your slate clean for you. Paul says in Romans 3.10, As it is written, There is none righteous, no, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seek after God. They are all gone out of the way. They are to all together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. So if you know you're not doing good, do right. Amen. We need a Savior. Amen. He wants to wipe that slate clean for you today. John says, this is the message that we have heard of him and declare to you. You see, you've got to realize John is not writing to the world. He's writing to the church. See, the whole New Testament is written to the church. After Acts, everything is written to the church. See, So he's trying to get us all to see here that if you make a mistake, if you do wrong, you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive you of those sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. See, John don't talk of baptism here because it's not the gospel. He's already talked of that already before. Now they're the church. See, and you're going to make some mistakes in the church. You're going to do wrong. You're going to say things. But you got a God who's a mediator and a God who loves you and a God that will forgive you and a God that will wipe your slate clean so that you can start anew. And this is what God desires so that you don't keep making the same old mistakes over and over again. Amen. He is willing to, amen, to forgive you to the uttermost. And this is what He desires, amen, is to wipe your slate clean today. But it begins with you. It doesn't begin with me. It begins with you individually asking God to forgive you. When Isaiah, if you look at Isaiah 6, Isaiah says, And the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, sitting upon a throne, and His train filled the temple. It says, Above it stood the serpents, each having six wings, and with twain they covered their feet, and with twain they covered their eyes, and with twain they did fly, and they cried one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of host. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at him that cried. And the house was filled with smoke. And notice what Isaiah said. 
Then said I, woe is me. For I am undone. For I am a man of what? Unclean lips. Because I dwell with the midst of a people unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. And notice what he says next. Then flew one of the serpents unto me with a coal from off the altar. And he placed it right upon my mouth. Why? Because that's where he confessed it his sin. He says, my tongue, my mouth is filthy. He says, here's where my problem is, is right here. And that's where God touched them. And that's why the angel says, Lord, this has touched your lips. Amen. Notice, and your iniquities are taken away and your sins are purged. Amen. Because God touches you where you call out. When you confess that sin, that's what God gets rid of. Amen. If you just say, God cleanse me all my sin, he said, which one? You know, you ought to call them out individually to him. Isaiah says, it was my mouth. And so God, that's where he touched them. The cleanse is okay, now you don't have a problem. And notice what Isaiah says after that. I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Who for your gold and whom shall I send? And I say, Here am I, Lord. I'm ready now. I can go do it. What you want me to do? But I couldn't go as long as my mouth was not clean. He had to be taught. Amen. He had to be touched from the altar. Amen. This is what John is trying to get us to see. If we confess that sin. Amen. That's, that's where God will forgive you at. Amen. That you know what sins you have in your life. You know what you're struggling with. If it's pornography, then you need to tell God, deliver me from pornography. If it's fornication, you need to tell God to deliver me from fornication. If it's drunkenness, you need to tell God to deliver me from drunkenness. If it's lying and cheating, you need to ask God to forgive you for lying and cheating. Amen. If it's disobedient to your parents, you need to ask God to forgive you for disobedient to your parents. Whatever that sin is, if it's gossip, if it's talking about your sister, if it's talking talking about your brother, if it's talking about someone else, that's what you need to ask God to forgive you of so he can take the eraser and wipe it out clean. But if you keep holding on to it, it's going to destroy you. And it's not God's fault. Amen. Because he holds the eraser in his hand wanting you to be forgiven. Amen. This is why he came to seek and to save that which is lost. Amen. He wants you to be fresh every day. Don't walk around thinking you're not going to, you know, you can't take sin with you. Sin can't enter there. So you need to wake up and realize you have an advocate. That's why the writer of Hebrews 12 says, let us lay aside every weight and every sin that does have easy beset us and let us run this race with patience looking unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God for consider him which endure such contradiction of sinners lest you be weary and faint in your own mind the message is God wants your slate clean and that was the purpose of the gospel. 
the death, the burial, and the resurrection. We repent of our sins. That's getting rid of it. We bury the old man in baptism of water. We rise and we walk and to newness of life. That's why Peter said, I mean, Paul says in Romans 6, shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Yes, where sin abound, grace doth more abound. We know that. Every time you sin, you can get grace. You can get forgiveness. But Paul is trying to get us to see now as Christians we've got to get to the point where when God forgives us we start operating and walking according to the will and ways of God so that we don't keep sinning amen because if we sin willfully there is no more sacrifice for sin but see you can have your slate clean you don't have to carry that burden Anymore, You don't have to keep worrying about it anymore. When you call it out to him and ask you, ask him to forgive you, this is the message of the whole thing. Amen. The gospel, because without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of our sins. Amen. Amen. So think about it. You could be saved and enjoy it and live free and not have to worry about it. Amen. The old man has passed away. Amen. And you stop and think it. John wrote this epistle somewhere around 90 to 100 A.D. The church is already in existence over 70 years probably. See? So he's trying to tell them, look, if you repent... If you confess your sins, God will forgive you. Amen. Don't keep holding on to it. Don't keep letting it nag and gnaw at you. Confess it so God can get rid of it for you. Amen. This is what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6. No, you're not. He's not beating people up with that scripture. He's talking to the church. He says, know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? He said, be not deceived. Notice, be not deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminates, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covers, nor drunkards shall inherit the kingdom of God. But notice what he says. Such were. That's what you used to be. He says, but now you're washed. Now you're sanctified. Now you're justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. All things is lawful, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful, but I won't be brought in the power of any of them. Think about it. See, you got your slate clean. It's under the blood. Come on, live upward. Live righteous. Live the way God wants you to live. Because you, you, you can be forgiven. Don't beat yourself up. Stop beating yourself up for the things you, that's wrong. Amen. Just ask God to forgive you. And He will forgive you. Amen. Amen. I stand at the door and knock, Jesus says. If any man open up, I will come in and I will sup with him. 
Amen. He will make His ways known to you so that you don't walk in darkness. Amen. Because John says if we say we have fellowship with Him and we keep walking in darkness, we lie and we do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as He is the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. If you notice, David had already been anointed to be king when he did what he did. So it would be like having the Holy Ghost and making a problem, mistake. But God wiped the slate clean. Moses had already been baptized. Amen. He had, mother had made an ark and put him in it and put him in the water. Amen. They had already passed through the Red Sea. They had already been baptized in the cloud and in the sea. Amen. They had the Holy Ghost, the type and shadow of the Holy Ghost, and been baptized. And they made all kinds of mistakes. But God wiped the slate clean. What's your sin today? What sin are you carrying around? That you need God to just get rid of. Well, I want you to know, if you confess it, He's faithful and just to forgive you of that sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness because He wants you to be a vessel of honor, fit and meet for the Master's use. Let's stand this morning. you need a new start today? Well, I want you to know that the altar is open this morning. And you can start afresh. And you can start anew. That's the uniqueness of the Word of God. And that's why when you read the book of Hebrews 11, the faith chapter, you see every one of them had situations and had problems. But God wiped their slate clean. So that they could start afresh. And notice where they all wind up. In the hall of faith. But it didn't start that way. They made mistakes. Jesus says in Revelation, Revelation 21.5. And he that sat upon the throne says. Behold. I make. All things new. And he said unto me. Write. For these words are true and faithful. Amen. Revelation chapter 21 verse 5. Amen. I sat upon the throne. Behold, I make all things new. Think about that. A fresh start. Amen. Newness. Newness of life. A fresh in Christ. With joy unspeakable. And full of glory. Amen. Living above the things of this world. How the world may see you. Knowing that you got a fresh start. You got a fresh start. You see, that's, that's how it is when, when repentance and remissions work together. 
See, if I was driving down the road and, and I run over your child and I kill your child, but I didn't mean to do it, and I go to court, and I'm there, and I say to you, I did not mean to kill your kid, you know, and I got tears running down my face, and you see that I'm serious and that I did not mean to kill your child. See, that's true repentance. But where remission comes in is when you look at that judge and says, Judge, let Mr. Parker go because he did not mean to kill my kid. See, that's the way it is with Jesus. When we come to him and we begin to tell him, God, I really didn't mean to do this. He's our intercessor. And he says, okay, I believe you. And he wipes the slate clean and says, go and sin no more. Notice what he told the woman caught in adultery. You know, by the law, she should have been stoned. The God who was with her should have been stoned. And it says, in the law, Moses says she should be stoned. But what says you? And Jesus said, okay, you without sin, you cast the first stone at her. And from the youngest to the oldest, dropped their stones and walked away. And Jesus looked at her and says, Woman, where are thou excusers? Have no man accused you? She says, None, Lord. And he says, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. He wiped the slate clean right there at that point. Amen. So I want you today to know, amen, that you can start afresh this morning. It starts with you confessing that sin that may be in your life that you know that you have, amen, that you need to get rid of, amen. So the altar is open this morning if you want to come and pray, amen, this morning as the musicians play this morning, amen. Let God change you. Let him start you afresh so that when you walk out the door today, you walk out afresh and you walk out anew and you says, I'm going to live for the Lord with all my heart. Amen. Praise God.